Hey, welcome to the 2023 Kingdom Church Year in Review. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, sit back, relax. Here it is. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Welcome to Church at Home. Morning, our, everybody. Our 2023 edition of Church at Home. Yeah. We are so glad that you could be here with us. Uh, my name is Harrison. This is my wife, Christy. Yeah. And we are the pastors here at Kingdom Church, and we're just so glad you spent or are spending some of your New Year's Eve with us yeah. uh, at home, hopefully surrounded by friends, family, yeah. watching together, maybe eating some brunch. Yeah, Who coffee knows? in your pajamas. All that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so today, Church at Home, this is a tradition that we've done for the last number of years mm-hmm. where the last Sunday of the year, yeah. we don't gather in person, we gather at home and yeah. watch online. Uh, now, some of y'all, I know, love church in person for sure. i do as well Me I, think, too. I think it's better i'm not gonna lie however uh you may be saying well if it's better why do we do this <laughs> uh we do this because it is number one a tradition uh but number two the bigger reasoning is that for uh 51 weeks of the year yeah. uh, our team goes hard yeah. Uh, yeah last week christmas eve probably a little bit harder than normal yeah, three services sure. yeah uh, which was amazing yeah so, it was really good this just gives our team a chance to slow down, yeah. everyone to breathe, and just spend time with family. Exactly. Uh, and it gives Christy and myself yeah. a chance to recap all that's happened over the last 365 days. So yeah. uh, let's get into it. Let's, let's do it. Let's look back at the last year. Yeah. So Chris, yeah. 2023, <laughs> how was it for you? It was awesome. I think when you just said that, have we, have we done it? Since the very beginning? No. So did we not do it our first year? No. And our second year? Yes. Okay. So we've done it for the past four years. So I was just thinking um, what an honor it is. You know, like after a full day where you kind of get home, your kitchen's cleaned, maybe your kids are in bed, everything is put away, and you like sit down on the couch just to relax. It's kind of like that, like after a full year of going so hard, doing so many things, it's like, it's, it's an honor for, for me, for us to be able to just sit in these chairs and look back on all that God has done. Because in retrospect, we didn't know what this year was going to look like, right, from the beginning. And so now as we're able to kind of look back on the year and just look at the thousands, the millions of little God moments um, that have occurred over this past year, it's so cool just to be able to look back and just see God's faithfulness and just, um, I guess, sit here with like a heart full of gratitude at what God has done um, in this church, in the people, in our team, in us. So it's awesome. It's been a great year. Yeah, no, for sure. Just uh, be able to take a bird's eye view of all that's happening. Uh, For me, like when I look back at this year, just so many cool things happened. Uh, One of the first things, one of the things that we've done for the first time yeah. was our summer camp right. with the kids, yeah. which was amazing to have all these kids, some from our church, yeah. uh, many from just the community to come yeah. and camp for here. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, we went to two services this year, twice <laughs> for the first time, yeah. uh, which was amazing. And then to three for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just a great year, uh, just a year of growth, right? Yeah. Like our team grew, our church grew. Yeah. And yeah, just those are some of the highlights uh, but one of the ways that we kind of document our years mm-hmm. is through sermon series. Right. Uh, and this year, 
we had seven <laughs> different sermon yeah. series. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, do you remember all seven <laughs> of the series? I knew you were going to ask me that question, and I should have prepared. Um, no, but do you want me to wing it, or you just want to go through them? I'll go through okay, it. Okay, you go through them. Because for her to I, forget I, my <laughs> sermon series is like forgetting I our maybe kids have names. like five. No, come on. Which okay. Is fine. So we'll run through them just so okay. you guys can remember all that we did and all that we taught yeah. and learned this last year. So year started off in January with Total yeah. Truth. Total Truth. Knew uh, that one. Which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, talking about how Christianity is not just religious or spiritual truth, yeah. but total truth. Yeah. Uh, from there, we went to Soul Care. Yeah. Uh, which was amazing. Then we had yeah. a real short series called The Blessed Life. Yeah. Which uh, was really good. Really good. And then we yeah. went to the Gospel in Jonah, where we read the whole book of Jonah, every single line. Yeah. And then from Jonah, our next series was our summer series, which went through a few different names. Yeah. We'll just call it our summer series. And then into the fall, uh, we did Growing Pains, yeah. pains which uh, hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we just finished with our year-end series, Everything yeah. Can Change. So yeah. that's all the series. So, Chris, mm-hmm. yeah. what was your favorite? Yeah, they were really good series. Um, I think I would say my favorite one was Soul Care. And I had just finished a book on Soul Care a little bit before. and so after, but continue. Was it? I hadn't read the book before the series started. Then I read it in the series. Okay, so then before, then, okay, so maybe that. Okay, that makes sense. So then that made maybe me read it. Because the sermon series was so good that I was like, yeah, I got to get more. Um, But yeah, it was just so good. I think um, it took us to as a church, um, to just a deeper level of figuring out why we are the way that we are um, and what in that is kind of our original state, our God-created state, and what isn't. And so, yeah, I love that Soul Care series. What about you? Favorite series? I think they were all uh, really good. Um, I, I think that I didn't necessarily have a, fa- have a favorite. Uh, a couple that stuck out to me, uh, number one, total truth, because I love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, based off of a lot of it, the book, Total Truth by Nancy Piercy. Yeah. Which is one of my favorites. So I love that series. Yeah. But to be honest, I love them all. And like my children, <laughs> as I always say, I don't have a favorite. Uh, but let's go a little bit more in specific. <clears throat> yeah. Did you have a favorite sermon? I did. From the last year. Okay. Yeah. Let us in. So my favorite sermon was from the Growing Pains series. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was your very last part. I'm pretty sure it was part six because Growing Pains, it was pretty long. So part six, anyways, it was called The Kingdom Way. The Kingdom Way. Do you remember that one? Yep. Yeah, it was really good. Um, It was, you preached on the overarching thought, which was like the entire series um, of um, growth and how growth is good, but it's also painful. But you specifically in that series went into how our culture today, and honestly, um, in the past and the present and the future, our culture is constantly shifting. But if we are set um, in God's truth and we're submitting to God's ways, then whatever is happening around us, um, we're able to just stand firm and walk um, walk in faith, but yeah. also um, these challenges and these heartaches and these battles, everything that come in, whether it's anxiety, loneliness, isolation, all of these hardships that we go through in life. Um, I remember your one point. It was that we as Christians wage war differently. Okay, okay, okay. That's great. 
Let's let's show them a clip. Okay. Bro, number one is this, simple. We wage war differently. How do we grow? We wage war differently. In other words, we don't do things like the world does things. What does this look like? Here's my sub point. In a culture of passivity, we are active in our faith. Paul says, listen, guys, even though we live here, we don't do things. Is everyone following? We don't do things like the culture that is around us. And so this series, listen, guys, the reason it has been so hard, I'm, I'm putting language to the last five weeks, is I have actually been trying to, <laughs> to, to, to block us to push away from some of these ideals that ultimately are rooted in passivity. To avoid conflict because it hurts is to have a passive spirit. To be stuck in unforgiveness is to not go down the pain of forgiving because it kind of hurts. And in hedonistic cultures, much like ours today, pain is often seen as the enemy of that which is good. As followers of Jesus, I actually believe pain sometimes is the pathway to freedom. Does that make sense? For a lot of us, when it comes to growth, we kind of have this mindset of like, I'm going to change when I have to change. I'm gonna start being healthy when the doctor tells me I'm dying. That's when I'll start. For some of us, I'm gonna get better at conflict when I have no meaningful relationships left. That's when I'll start. But that ultimately is rooted in passivity and what I want us to understand is that we wage war differently. I love Psalm 139. This is David, he says, search me God and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Look at this part. I love this. He says, see if there is anything offensive in me and lead me to the way everlasting. Listen, we are in a cultural moment right now where we are waiting to be offended. Oh, my gosh. I hope the church doesn't cross me like the last. I hope this boss doesn't, we're, we're waiting to be offended. But look at the kingdom way. The kingdom way doesn't wait to be offended. It actually flips it and says, God, is there anything offensive in me? Come on, somebody. The next time you're in conflict, what if we began to pray, God, what is offensive in me? What am I doing that is contrary to what you are calling me to do? In a culture of offense, that waits to be offended, the kingdom way and the kingdom culture says, God, I'm going first. Not, not what is offensive to me, God, what is offensive to you? Okay, <laughs> there we go. You, um, you preached exactly what I was gonna preach, but in a much more concise way. So that was perfect. I love that series. So, so what about you? What was your favorite um, sermon of 2023? For me, uh, it's really not close. And it wasn't one I preached, but my favorite Sunday of the entire year was Five for Five. Right. Father's Day weekend where we had five fathers speaking for five minutes. Yeah. Um, and I just want to encourage you, if for whatever mm. reason yeah. you did not see those five testimonies, the link will be in the description somewhere. Yeah. You got to check it out. You have to, um, yeah. But I do, like, that was just a great, and I, I, yeah. we're going to show you guys a clip. I wish I could show you every single testimony. Yeah. If you missed it, go watch it. But here's just a little clip. Um, 
And I think from this clip, you're going to see why this was the best. It was Sunday. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so this is Chris. You're going to watch. And so we went in again just a few weeks later, and he was checking for baby. I remember he was looking. And then he got the nurse to look. And then he got, uh, I believe, another ultrasound machine over to look. And, um, and I could see, I've seen a lot of ultrasounds because of everything. And then um, he's like, I'm sorry, guys, it's gone. There's no baby. This is like really devastating. And so we left the hospital and God told my wife, Kate, you have to wait for 10 days to check again. And so the office called her up and was like, just call her up to do the double check and then to go through the procedures after a miscarriage. And so they called up and they're like, can you come in three days? Kate's like, no, I have to wait 10. And they're like, okay. So they scheduled it. <laughs> it's good. I, she's, she's faithful. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and so in that time, we got our pastors, friends, family praying. Didn't let the news out to everyone, but they were praying hard. We came in, and the doctor's just doing, like, you know, basic uh, second check. And then um, and the first words out of his mouth were, it's a miracle. And I don't think he was a believer. So we were uh, just the tears of joy just coming down. And it was amazing. But I, th I believe the, my favorite part of the story is a few days later, we walked into the church. And then this young woman sees Kate walking in. And she's like, I had a dream about you this week. And um, Kate was like, oh, awesome. So she goes to tell Kate, I had it, and I'm sorry, I need to tell you before the dream. She had no idea that Kate was pregnant, that she had the miscarriage, all of that. Um, we hadn't let that out publicly, so no idea. But she was telling Kate, I had a dream that you had a seed in the soil um, that you loved, and then it died. Um, but you were praying, you guys were praying with all of your hearts for that seed. And then the rain came in and just rained over that seed. And it came back to life. And a, a mighty harvest came out of that seed. A mighty harvest. And Kate looked at her and said, have I got a story for you? <laughs> and she's like, wow. Um, it was absolutely amazing. And I really believe that God wanted us to know this wasn't a doctor's misdiagnosis. Someone hadn't missed and said, oh, we think you might have miscarried, and they were wrong. God was like, uh-uh, this was me bringing your seed, your baby, back to you. Come on. Yeah. If you, if you didn't see it, go watch the rest. Yeah, watch all of them. Right now. Uh, so that was just, you know, some of our favorite series, yeah. sermons. But let's, let's kind of just come back a little bit. What... Chris, was your favorite moment mm. of 2023 right here at Kingdom Church? <laughs> favorite moment. Um, there's endless, endless amazing moments this year, but I think one that stands out to me was our five-year anniversary. Yeah. And it was just awesome. We had it um, on, what night was that? Friday. We would have had it Friday night, and... 
We started off in the back parking lot with um, food trucks and bouncy castles and just so many things. And then we came in here for a worship night. And I think um, it's kind of like a birthday. Like it was one just party. It was a birthday. Five years. It was a birthday for the church. And it was just like one huge party where everybody was here uh, because we were at two services at that point. So we all came together on that Friday night and we were just able to just purely celebrate God's goodness, God's faithfulness, this church, the people. Um, And it was just a moment of, for me at least, just to like stand back and be like, wow, like this is so awesome. And it is such a privilege and literally one of our greatest joys in life to lead this church. And now it's five years old and... Yeah, it was awesome. That was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, that was, that was a great night. We were yeah. all here. Uh, we got to have a moment to look back on mm-hmm. five years. We yeah. ordained, yeah. installed. Got to pray over our, our elders. elders. It was yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, five years. And, and five is a big number. It was a big number. So that was, yeah, that was definitely one of the top moments for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was awesome. What about you? Favorite moment of 2023? I mean, the five year would have to be up there, but... yeah. You already took that, so I'll, uh, I'll have uh, to, to take something different. So there's just, yeah, so many moments. Uh, maybe I have a little recency bias. Uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. definitely one of, uh, you know, my yeah. favorite moments, three services. Yeah. Uh, we had more people come through our doors uh, on that Sunday than, yeah. than any one Sunday before, which is yeah. amazing. Uh, but I'm going to actually take it back one take week. Take it back before Christmas yep. Eve, uh, I would just say my favorite moment probably was uh, our year-end series, Everything Can Change, mm. and just the finale yeah. uh, of taking that year-end offering. I love just the moment where we come together yeah. and we sow in faith. Uh, I can still picture right now yeah. us just coming through just the aisles through. And, yeah. and people putting up their faith cards yeah. and then people giving um, in faith. Yeah. That was uh, my favorite moment because yeah. it's, it's, it's a tangible act of faith. Yeah. And um, I know that when we take this offering, we always say that uh, the number doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's really just people placing their faith in Jesus yeah. that's important. Yeah, just that call of obedience. Yeah. However, the, the, the title and the, the, the declaration that God gave us was Everything Can Change. Yeah. And so this offering was called our Everything Can Change offering. Yeah. Now, you are able, up until midnight tonight, to give to this offering. Right. Uh, however, I do want to share uh, because we got to give God some glory and maybe have Amen. like a five second prayer break. <laughs> Let's uh, go. But I do want to share what our total is as of now, hmm. s- still growing, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, our total for this year end offering, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to allow us to just continue to do ministry in this next year and just see so many lives transformed in Christ. So can I share for the people at home the total for our year-end offering? I think that's a yes. Chris, are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Drum roll. It's it's a big number, so I'm going to try to read this correctly. (laughs) Uh, Everything Can Change 2023, our (laughs) year-end offering, as of today, is at 100000 $692.33. $692.33. Wow. Come on, Let's go. somebody. If yeah. you're there in the chat, you can yeah. blow it up with some hand emojis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
which is so amazing. That's yeah. just, man, we're going to use that money to do ministry. Yeah. We're going to finish the second floor yeah. on the other side in cash. Um, so thank you guys for your yeah. generosity. We're just believing everything can change. So yeah. that, like for me, definitely one of my favorite moments. Yeah, uh, of, an unforgettable moment, really. Yeah, of yeah. the year. So if you guys, hey, if you at home have a favorite moment, mm-hmm. a favorite sermon, yeah. a favorite series, uh, you, can, you can put it in the chat. Yeah, we want to see. You can even email us at our, at our Kingdom Church email, just yeah. testimonies of what God has done. We would yeah. love uh, to hear from you. And yeah. again, we're just giving you guys a snippet of all that happened in 2023 in, yeah. you know, 15 to 20 minutes here. So <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's, That's, hard. it's really hard. It's hard. But yeah. we do want to take some time because we looked back. But yeah. now we want to look forward because mm. guess what? Tonight is it's New Year's countdown. Yeah. Tomorrow is a brand new year. Yeah. So let's look forward uh, to, to, to what God's going to do. So, Chris, mm-hmm. yeah. 2024. Yeah. We're on 2024. Which is crazy. What are yeah. you looking forward to in 2024? Yeah, um, I thought you were going to wrap it. I thought you were going to say what's in store for 2024. Let's go. Um, Okay, honestly, I am ready to jump in. Usually this, like, week of in between Christmas and New Year's, I just want to stay in it for a little bit, relax, sit back and enjoy, but I'm just so excited. I think... um, Now that we have a couple years kind of behind us, the church is five years old, Um, there is just story after story, testimony after testimony, person after person that has just been changed um, by God's goodness and by entering Kingdom Church's doors. And so I am so ready to jump back in and just see what God has planned for 2024. Um, there's just like this anticipation and, um, just like expectation in my heart and in my soul of what God is going to do. And I don't want to miss out on it. I want to play a part in God's story and I just know it's going to be so good. And I'm already not, I don't want to fast forward, but I already picture us (laughs) sitting here next year and being able to just look back at what this year is going to bring. And it just brings me, like, so much excitement. And I know it's not going to be easy, um, but hard is not bad. And so I'm just excited for just everything that God's going to do in this next year through the people and through the church and just through the outreach and the ministry that we have here. And so I just, I can't wait. I just want to get back in, get back into it. So good. Yeah. What about you? As we look forward to this next year, what, uh, what makes you excited? What are you looking forward to? I think, just to echo what you said, uh, just this belief that yeah. God can do more yeah. in time, yeah. whatever that time period is, yeah. than we could ever fathom. Yeah. And again, yeah, I look back at all that's happened in the last year, <laughs> all of the decisions for Jesus, the baptisms. Yeah. Uh, the hundreds, over a hundred people in small groups, yeah. over a hundred people serving. Like that's just crazy. Yeah. So um, our mission and, and, and our purpose for why we exist as a church is to lead people into yeah. authentic relationship with Jesus. So above all, I'm just looking forward to yeah. more people entering into relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that's all that matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Numbers are important because every number represents a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want the people that God yeah. entrusts to us to grow 
spiritually. Yeah. And so what I'm looking forward to, I think, for a lot of people um, this next year is that for the first time, they are going to put God first. Yeah. Uh, I'm just believing yeah. this is the year yeah. that more people than ever yeah. are going to put God first. Yeah. Now, some of you are saying, what does that look like? How do I do it? Mm. Well, we're going to give you guys some practical stuff in a second, but mm-hmm. I actually preached on this right. in 2023. So mm-hmm. I want to show you guys a quick clip from a sermon called First Things First, okay. uh, just about what it means to put yeah. God first. Let's roll it real quick. When we give God the first, he blesses the rest. When we give God first, it's a symbol of everything. You see, I'll tell you why this is good news. Because going back to Matthew chapter 6, seek first his kingdom, a lot of us are saying, how do I seek God first when I work 40 hours a week? How do do I seek God first when I'm a parent for 168 hours a week? Like, what? how do I seek God first when I'm in college and I'm not as busy as I think, but I think I'm really busy? Like, how? Like, how do I I seek God first in, in that time, in that season of my life? The good news is when you give God first, it's a symbol of the whole. Are you guys following this? And this is a theme we see throughout the entire Bible from the beginning to the end. And the promise off the top is this. You follow Jesus, you will be blessed. How do I follow him? I put him first. I seek first his principles, his practices, but most of all, his presence. Because if you want to truly be blessed, I need the presence of the Lord in my life daily. Yeah, that's so good. Um, What would you say that looks like practically? Give us a practical something, like a challenge. Okay, so you guys just saw the clip. Yeah. So you know, put him first. God blesses the rest. Yeah. So here's something tangible that we want to give you guys for this next year. We're calling it the 10 for 10 challenge. Yeah. So listen, it's 10 for 10, but just take it one day at a time. Yeah. But if you can do this for 10 weeks, that's what it is. It's 10 weeks. Um, I think that you'll start to develop a habit. So here is the 10 for 10 challenge. Yeah. So get out your phone or a pen and paper and write this down. Here we go. This is it. I'm going to read it so I don't mess this up. Here (laughs) is the 10 for 10 challenge. Number one, for 10 weeks, do a devotion Every day for 10 minutes. 10 weeks, a devotion every day for 10 minutes. We're starting small, just 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You can go longer if you want, but 10 weeks, 10 minutes of devotion. Here's the next one. For 10 weeks, come to church 10 minutes early. Let's go. Because how many guys know that, like, I the Holy Spirit's a little bit thicker yeah. when I'm early, mm-hmm. when I'm ready in anticipation. And honestly, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're 10 minutes late. Come on. So. <laughs> you can meet new people, you yeah. can get ready for worship. So mm-hmm. Take a breath, yeah. So for 10 weeks, come to church. Yeah. Because listen, in Canada, average church attendance is one out of every four weeks. Yeah. And I just think if you're coming to church one every 30 days, you're not going to get out of it what you want. So yeah. Come on, challenges. And, and what it offers. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a challenge. 10 minutes every day for 10 weeks of devotion. Yeah. And then come to church 10 weeks straight, 
10 minutes early. <laughs> yeah. Last one is this. You're like, Harrison, there's more. Come on. We're challenging. It's a 10 for 10. Last one is this. For 10 weeks, tithe 10%. Yeah. Now, I know many of you guys watching do all of these things. But if you've never given before, mm-hmm. watch what can happen when you faithfully give. Yeah. So for 10 weeks, tithe 10%, the first 10% of your income. So if you get paid every other week, it means five times in 10 weeks. If you get paid once a month, it's, you know, two and a half times, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the challenge again. We're calling yeah. it the 10 for 10 because we yeah. want to see you grow spiritually this year like never before. So yeah. 10 weeks to church, 10 minutes early, 10 weeks 10 minutes of devotion every single day. In 10 yeah. weeks, we tithe 10%. That's a yeah. 10 for 10 challenge. That's good. Um, so we're going to help you out yeah. with this challenge. Yeah. January 8th, we are starting a week of prayer. Yeah. So every single day, Monday to Friday, right here in the building, we have prayer from 6.30 to 7.30. Yeah. Now, the challenge is 10 minutes. <laughs> so that gives you an hour. Meaning yeah. you could do the whole thing, or you can come for 10 minutes. <laughs> And get your challenge in 10 minutes. Yeah. And then uh, on Friday night of mm-hmm. that week, January 12th, yeah. we're having a worship and prayer night yeah. to just kick off the new year in the spirit together, yeah. uh, which is going to be so good. We're going to yeah. pack this place up. Yeah, right in your calendar. And uh, that's what we're going to do to help you with this 10 for 10 challenge. Yeah. So uh, New Year's coming. Chris, anything else that you're excited for you want to tell the people about in the next 365? <laughs> there's so many things but I will just say I'll just encourage you guys just to take that 10 that 10 for 10 for 10 challenge just seriously because God um God is good and God blesses us and I think when we take things seriously there's just honor in that and God will meet us where we're at and so we'll take it seriously and you guys take it seriously and I think um just by that by that worship night we'll just already within a week be able to see so many things come on so good so 2024 yeah get excited yeah here are here are two things to get excited about let's go number one a little bit down the line but not that far because easter and christmas are really close this year because <laughs> easter's yeah. in march yeah but in march at the Arden Theater, yeah. Easter at the Arden, mm-hmm. featuring Kingdom Church, yep. is going down. The Arden holds over 500 people, yeah. and we're believing in faith yeah. that we're going to sell that place out, and people are going to experience Jesus. With I'm, I'm pumped. For I that. know. I'm already excited too. I got butterflies <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah, it's uh, going to be good. That's exciting. Uh, January 7th, our next in-person service. Yeah. We got baptisms. Yeah. And then January 14th, we're starting our first series of the new year. And this series is called The Birds and the Bees. So we're going to talk all about, number one, creation. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about humanity. We're talking about gender, uh, sexuality. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a long series, y'all. And in this series, a lot of you guys have been hoping for it. We're going to talk about relationships. Uh, You might even see Christy and myself together. Uh, on this stage so uh that is what we're looking forward to and we cannot wait for that Mm -hmm. so as we close we're gonna invite up some people onto (laughs) the stage uh how we're gonna do this we're gonna find out so come on up here kids (laughs) okay ready
<laughs> we hope you guys have such a good week, and we're so excited to see each and every one of you guys back here next week, January 7th. We have two services, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We love you guys. It's going to be amazing. So, hey, why don't we just pray and uh, close this thing up? So, yeah. Father, thank you so much for all that you've done in the last year, and thank you for all that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just so excited and expectant yeah. for what's next. We love you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, hey, on behalf of uh, our whole family, yep. want to wish you guys a very happy and healthy new year, yep. and we'll see you guys all in 2024. See you in 2024. Real fire. Oh. What do you guys say? Um, we just, uh, um, 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 happy new year. Happy new year. Um, happy new year. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you want more information about our church or want to get connected, head over to kingdomchurch.ca. We can't wait to get to know you. Till next time, take care.